Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Back again here with the fourth section on uh, our five-part series called The Top Five Reasons That Retirement Plans Get Derailed. Uh, Michael? Thanks, Charles. Number four, uh, it's quite an involved one, and it, I've called it not working backwards. So, so what we mean by working backwards, it actually requires you to think about your retirement, and these are all the variables that go into working backwards. So. Uh, you decided what age you would like to return. Uh, to, sorry, you decided at what age you'd like to retire. So we call that a date-specific retirement. Yeah. So if you're age 55, that's the example we use today. If you're age 55 and you want to retire at 65, um, then you know that you have uh, you know, 10 years to go. Yeah. So that's, that's the date. Yeah. Uh, work out how much you would like to be able to spend each year. So go back to uh, section one, and we talk about. Uh, undertaking a budget as if you were retired. So it's working out, if you were retired today, uh, how much you would spend. So if that's $70,000 uh, as an average, and that, that actually happens to be the average yep. uh, of our clients who are retired uh, today in 2019, then then um, then that's the figure. Uh, you need to apply indexation to that. So $70,000 in $2,019. Um, requires almost $90,000 in 2029 if you're retiring in 10 years, yeah. assuming that costs rise by 2.5%. So um, that's the Reserve Bank of Australia's target inflation rate. So they expect inflation to rise by 2.5% yeah. per year. So so it is a moving target. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, I guess, a, so those, three, those three points that... The age that you'd like to retire at, the the amount that you need to spend, that you want to spend each year in today's dollars, and then what will that figure? What's that figure likely to be uh, at retirement? It, it, it's a bit like um, you know any any sort of uh, goal or plan that you need to come up with is that if we're going to a if you go to a dietitian and say I want to lose weight, it, it doesn't necessarily help that dietitian come up with a plan, and that's kind of what you're talking about with working backwards is that before we can start to look at all of the ins and outs of what needs to happen and how we're gonna make this happen, we need to go, what, is, what does that look like? What would success look like? A, what's the retirement that you're trying to plan for? What, what is that specifically? That's right. Um, number four, work out what your super funds, or what level, what value your super funds need to get to um, on the day that you retire now, in, in order for you to be able to retire now. The, the, the step before that is a good input. So if you need $70,000 to retire in today's dollars, yeah. and you want to retire in 10 years um, with expected inflation or cost rising of 2.5%, you'll actually need $90,000 yeah. in 10 years' time. Um, you can then work out how much your ideal super fund yeah. balance would be at that point in time. So um, without going into too much detail today, um, the ideal balance would be 20 times. Yep. So you'd have 
20 times 90,000, so 20 times the income that you require in the first year of your retirement, which would be 1.8 million. Um, it is different for everyone though, so don't get too despondent if you if you, if you want to get to that figure. Yeah. Um, but, but ideally it would be north of 15 times uh, yeah. and ideally 20 times. Yeah. Um, out how, this, is a, this is a really important one. Work out how many fortnights between now and your retirement date. So if you want to retire in 10 years, you have 260 yeah. pay packets if you get paid fortnightly. Yeah. You have to take action right now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's no use wasting 26 of those pay packets yeah. uh, and starting next year, you have to start now. So you divide whatever that is by your pay frequency. So if you get paid fortnightly, it's 260 pays. Um, if you get paid uh, monthly, yeah, it's less. Yeah. Obviously, if you get paid weekly, it's more. Working out a funding plan is the next step. So how much do you need to contribute to your superannuation fund every fortnight for the next 260 fortnights to yeah. get to that figure that we, that we, that we talked about? And, and this is sort of one that we just spoke about in, in the last section around uh, the, the effect of, of compounding over time is that people tend to underestimate that if you've got 264 or 260 pays left before you retire you can you can let the you, you can break down your your goal where the amount that you're short by it doesn't actually tend to be a huge amount each fortnight and like we said it tends to be a lot easier to say rather than saying you know you're a you're a, couple, you're a couple of hundred thousand dollars short or whatever. It's basically saying well, you're you're really only probably a f, you know a few hundred dollars a fortnight. So we just need to find every fortnight this amount uh, to fund that that contribution to super or that dairy payment or whatever it is. We need to work out what that amount is each fortnight that you need to be putting aside to be able to to grow your retirement savings. It's a good point. It's a, it's a lot easier when you break it into those fortnightly yeah. chunks. Uh, it's a smaller amount and it's a consistent amount and it's about being consistent uh, over that period of time. Yeah. Uh, work out the rate of return that you require on your superannuation funds between now and when you'd like to retire um, in order to get... So that's, a, that's another variable that makes a huge difference. So um, oftentimes we hear uh, approaching retirement, should I be investing more conservatively? Um, it's a nice theory, but, but for a lot of people, they just can't afford to do that. For, for most people, they can't afford to do that. So without taking exorbitant risks, of course, um, they do need to work their money a little bit harder than what they naturally think. Yeah. So um, it's a variable to, to look at and what rate of return you would need. Uh, it, to, it, to, to it ties a bit into that, that previous point, obviously, is that uh, for many people, uh, as we're saying, if they want to be more conservatively invested and they, their rate of return is likely to be lower, well, that just means that the, the funding plan of how much they need to put aside each fortnight is that much higher. So it's about getting those two components working together and go, okay, well, how much am I putting aside every fortnight and what's the return that I'm going to get on that money over that last 10 years to, to help me boost my retirement savings? Make sure you aren't leaving money on the table. Um, so we talked uh, in point two, which was called leaving money on the table. Uh, where the average couple at age 55 are leaving somewhere in the vicinity of 7,200 in tax savings um, on the table. So that money is currently going to the ATO, yeah. but it could be sitting inside their superannuation fund. So look at all the obvious things. Yeah. And that's that's my that's my favourite one, that one, because you it, it's not like a it's not like the funding plan where you have to give something up every fortnight. It's yeah. not like an extra return where you you 
you know, you, you have to try and work your money harder. It's it's effectively unless you unless you want to give that money to the ATO, that's just free money. It's free money. We love free money. Um, it's it's one of those things that, that doesn't happen often, but yeah. any time that you can you can achieve free money, it's something you definitely want. Yeah. Um, build in some contingency plans as well. So so a cash buffer to smooth out time out of work potentially over that period of time. So so you'd have um, ideally some funds parked away where if you were made uh, redundant or or, or or didn't work those two hundred and sixty four nights yeah. complete, yeah. you'd be able to continue on with your contribution or funding plan in your superannuation fund. Um, have the right amount of personal insurances to cover health contingencies. So yeah, yeah. that would be income protection, total and permanent disabled insurance, life insurance. Um, yeah. uh, that's a bit of a double-edged sword because you also have to, they, I mean, they tend to rise, yeah. those, those costs, um, as those costs tend to rise as you get old. So it's working out the right level yeah. um, to, to, to give you, so that you're not financially, um, you, you're not detriment uh, too badly financially yeah. uh, if, if uh, health causes you to be out of work for a period of time. Um, Treat any age pension that you may receive as a complete bonus. What the what the government giveth, the government taketh away. Well, not, not actually even taketh away, um, changeth, if yeah. that's the word, changeth the word. I, I don't know, mate. You're, you're the uh, old Christian brother school. You probably know more about that. Reduce. Reduce. <laughs> is that a word? No. Um, it should be. So, I mean, the point there is that on the 1st of January 2017, Anyone who was getting a sixteen thousand dollar age pension that reduced or halved to about eight thousand yeah. dollars um, if they're getting a part pension because the government changed the the assets test um, uh, reduction factor rules. Yeah. So so we we tend to I mean we tend to treat age pension as a complete bonus, especially for people that are only fifty five now. Um, they won't qualify for another 12 years uh, by age when they're age 67. Yeah, um, we just don't know what the rules will be at that we point. We don't know what the rules will be at that point in time. I can only expect that they're going to make it harder and harder yeah. for, for um, people that they think should be completely self-funded to get any age yeah. pension, so we treat that as a complete bonus. Yeah. Um, now that's a lot, yeah. uh, and certainly not an exhaustive list, but uh, it's certainly what's required in order for you to have a workable, uh, coordinated financial plan for your retirement. Yeah, and I think the, the point with, with a lot of these different, uh, as you said, there's a lot there. The important thing with each of these is, is, <coughs> is knowing that, uh, as you said, it's about working backwards here. Um, so we're trying to, trying to work out, okay, where is it that we need to be, and then looking at things as they really are. Um, so, you know, facing the reality of well, what do I actually need to do on a regular basis to get to that to that point where I need to be. So, um, you know, that age pension is a great example of, of one where we can sit here ten years out from retirement and hope that well, I'll, I'll cross my fingers and hope that I get enough age pension to top that up. But but that's that's not um, that's not reality. That's not what we can what we can work on. And so it's about seeing things as they really are and taking the steps required. Uh, from from that from from looking back at that and going okay what do I need to do now to, to make the steps to make all that happen and work together that's right and we certainly don't want this podcast to be um, 
any type of marketing tool for us. So, so um, it, it, it's for information. However, we do this stuff every day. I mean, we love doing this stuff. There's so much. There's so many. These are all the variables, and again, it's not an exhaustive list that goes into um, whether someone, you know, ten or fifteen years out from retirement, retires the way that they want to retire, or they ret- retire the with less and yeah. in the only way that they can retire. Yeah. Um, so, so we do this stuff every single day. Um, we actually even get excited about it. So, which, which, <laughs> which is, uh, I mean, so many of their clients say, you know, if we, if we, if we um, had the time, we'd be able to probably put this in place and to maintain it and, and to, to keep ourselves focused, but they're just not interested in it and, they, and they're time poor. Yeah. Um, we actually enjoy doing it. It's yeah. it's what we do. Yeah. Um, we love doing. It. We love seeing people get to to their full potential. So, so certainly, um, if you need help with any of this stuff, yeah. uh, certainly make uh, contact to the office, and we'd be only too happy yeah. to meet with you and explain uh, these how different components. Yeah, we could we could make a difference in your life. And that that's a great point. Is that is that as we said, there's there's a there's a lot in that. Um, you know, it's a bit. Uh, it's easy to say. You, know, you have to. You have to work backwards from where you want to be. But it's kind of a bit of the curse of knowledge with us, where we can look at this and go, okay, "Well, if that's where," you, for most people, when we say it sounds like you want to be there in ten years' time, they're, they're not even necessarily sure of, of whether that is where they need to be. So, so working that out, and then all the different <coughs> moments and making sure that you are. Taking care of all of the different parts of this, it, it is it is something that is fairly involved, and so it's a it's important to step through each of these individually and make sure that you are taking advantage of everything you can be, and and you're going to get where you need to be. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.